Welcome to the Block Exploring Podcast, your first step into the world of crypto and blockchain. The Block Exploring Podcast is your one-stop place to find quick, clear, and unbiased information on everything in the crypto space. Our goal is to help you grow familiar with the crypto space by growing along with us as we go on our crypto journeys. Follow at Block Exploring on Twitter for our newest uploads and our publishing schedule. We, here at Block Exploring, are crypto enthusiasts working hard towards becoming experts. Today's podcast is presented by co-hosts Tommy and Elias. Find us on Twitter under at Sabai Squared and at Otoko Crypto. Right now you can find us on Spotify and YouTube. Before we start the episode, we would like to inform you that we are not financial advisors. Therefore, nothing said in this podcast should be considered financial advice. Always contact your financial advisor before making any investment. With that said, sit back and enjoy today's podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 20 of the Block Exploring podcast with News Bites. This is a big one, Tommy. Yep. We're going to be talking to you guys about everything that happened this past week, which is quite a bit and quite a bit of development, I would say, for the crypto community and for the crypto space in general. Um, the market overall has been extremely bullish, I'd say. Mm-hmm. There was a bit of a dip when Binance announced its KYC, mm-hmm. but I feel like we've moved past it. And, you know, the, the dipperino has passed. Yeah, some sell-off at some point, because, like, I don't know, assets like ETH and work just going ham, you know? So, like, it's just only natural that there might be a little pullback because people are taking Absolutely. profits. But um, overall sentiment, I feel like, you know, there was like a few episodes ago where we were like, oh, we don't know what's going on. We're bulls, yeah. we're bull bearish, you know, situation. But now it's lit. <laughs> it's lit. Now I, it's yeah, lit. I feel like now, now... Yeah, every every part of crypto and blockchain, like it's just like very exciting. Everyone's very excited. I mean, at least on crypto Twitter, like, yeah, but it, they're always yeah. excited to some extent. Crypto Twitter, the, you know, like a meteorite could hit earth and they'd say that it's fun still bullish <laughs> they would still be bullish you know still bullish. <laughs> yeah but it does yeah. change sometimes you know like it, it it really depends who you're following but like you can de- you can definitely tell when some sentiment has shift and when some people are you know there's mm-hmm. less tweeting and sh- and yeah. uh, you know frothiness when when the market sentiment changes from bullish to a bit more bearish but we yeah. back <laughs> we back no exactly i've seen a whole lot more technical analysis charts mm-hmm. uh you know people are much smarter all of a sudden in the crypto space because yeah. everything is going up but i would say that the the, the shining star mm-hmm. would be luna at the moment okay uh, i think if you if you've been paying attention um at like the the major increases in uh, in value in token price mm-hmm. i think luna did a like a cheeky 5x over the past uh, two months. Oh, cheeky 5x. Yeah, and I, uh, everyone apparently on Twitter has been in Luna since, uh, what, like 2012, before the project even started. It's great to see. If you followed me on Twitter uh, at Otoko Crypto, you would have seen a post at 5 euros saying, hey, y'all should check on this project. It's like at a big discount yeah everyone wants to be early even if it's not true you know everyone exactly yeah and i I can't say that i was early on luna i just pointed it out at a good time yeah uh, i think and that was right after that bitcoin crash happened is that crypto cloud 
Monsieur Early, a little bit. I, th little I think bit it's cloud. a bit of, I think I got my first uh, little badge there, <laughs> you know, cool. like I, I called it, y'all. Let's go. At a very unsuspecting moment. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. I, I, I retweeted my old tweets just so people knew. Yeah, yeah. You have to, yeah. you have to, you have to, you have to let them know, bro. You have to let them know. Yeah. <laughs> who's been spitting the facts. But, uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. No, no need for, uh, for fake, uh, humble speak yeah. <laughs> yeah i think in in other news uh one of the biggest most bullish developments that i have seen mm -hmm. um and this is on a more on a more serious note is that the dogecoin foundation is coming back to support um more the, the core development team mm -hmm. and as you know doge has so many flaws at the moment uh you know like the distribution mm -hmm. uh the, the way the tokenomics work there's a lot that that's kind of you know shoddy about yeah. doge um but on a very big and important note some heavy hitters from the crypto space have joined its board of advisors which mm -hmm. gives dogecoin as a token from a i guess from a technical aspect a lot more validity and a lot more yeah certainty mm -hmm. so the main guys that I, that we'd like to highlight are uh, of course vitalik and then uh of course, um, the Neuralink's uh, Jared Birchall, the CEO of Neuralink. I feel like that's is, big. Uh, of course, Vitalik's big, but Neuralink is. Neuralink is also very, very exactly. big, and it's that that Tesla, that Tesla kind of influence Mafia. that is, uh, yeah, that is infiltrating into yeah. something like Doge. Is it called the but PayPal Mafia? You know, like it's the PayPal, PayPal Mafia, Mafia. Yeah, yeah, that's cool though. But uh, Doge has been making waves, like. Um, Mark Cuban continuously, and Kevin O'Leary, I believe, as well. Also, maybe not Kevin O'Leary, but it's definitely Mark Cuban who's really behind behind mm -hmm. Dogecoin. And like, um, I know, like on a football team, some football team is gonna have the Doge logo on their on their jerseys. It was paid by for wow. by some like exchange or something. Yeah, they paid a bunch of money just to get Doge on this uh, thing. Well, that's interesting that. Um, you know, the foundation actually holds, holds the Dogecoin, like, you know, mark and logo, the trademarks to that, the rights to that. Yeah. I wonder what that means. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess they, I mean, this exchange paid a lot of money to get the Doge on the their shirt. This, this I think so, shirt. so, I mean, I doubt the foundation goes after them, but who knows? Yeah, you never know. I think it's also interesting that you mentioned that because um, the fact that the foundation itself, which is managed by uh, well, the two lead developers, mm -hmm. I, I believe. I thought uh, the main developer stepped away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's uh, yeah, but like, uh, what's his face? He doesn't even uh, like crypto anymore. No, he doesn't like crypto. But you have the guy who um, is now lead code yeah. coder. Yeah. Billy Marcus? No, that's not him. Is I think uh, Keller, okay, Max right? Keller, yeah. Bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Billy Marcus is a co-founder, yeah. and Max Keller is uh, is the core developer. Imagine. I think that they're the ones also uh, very heavily involved in the foundation. Okay. Uh, and this foundation is um, currently mm -hmm. the ones that kind of hold the you know like the copyrights on like the logo, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Right. And um, yeah, it's it's it shows how far the legal system kind of is is back like mm -hmm. is uh, behind on this development because you know this this is something that could easily have been done through something like a dao you know where the community owns it all yep. down to the copyrights down to the logo down to everything exactly but 
legal requirements still state that you know there need to be at least one or two founders to a company such as you know the foundation Cringe. and yeah. that yeah and that for uh, the request a patent you need to give a person uh like a not a legal person mm -hmm. but a physical person right his name his credentials etc etc and then a company name etc etc right it shows uh on on a on a from a legal perspective how far the legal space is behind on the crypto space exactly but it's uh it's at least great to see that you know there are ways around this because of course the foundation is heavily supported by the dogecoin holders mm -hmm. and uh through this in a very gray manner you know right. all of this is still sort of maintained but not very much so because yeah well they need to catch the, up because like this is where things are things are moving right things are moving yeah. towards things being validated on the blockchain i know there's a i forget who or what group or whatever they're making a nft marketplace that deals with mm -hmm. copyright yeah cop trading yeah. copyrights you can trade copyrights on as nfts and that stuff that's crazy right so that really yeah. changes the game as to who actually has ownership of a some of the rights to something especially as something yeah. we've talked about before which is fractionalizing nfts yeah. right and if you can fractionalize an nft that is you know that gives you the rights legal rights to some copyright yeah. that is to the use that is and distribution madness. exactly that is yeah. sick and that you can distribute that to like a dao like dao members and all that stuff that it's that's sick <laughs> that's awesome you it's know but it, it, it requires it them to more catch power up, you know exactly it, does. Yeah. it really does because um then you can get into things where like you're a shareholder in these in this uh to these rights <laughs> in some yeah. sense right you're a shareholder to the ownership of this nft that gives you the rights to the use and distribution of something an idea yeah and uh that's awesome like you you know you have then that re that really is empowering because then you really have a real say depending on how your dao or how well how this plays out in in many number of ways i can imagine you know but yeah. it's interesting it's definitely an interesting development no i, I know yeah, yeah. i think the the major area of of law that needs to grow mm -hmm. and this is something that i think is, is under uh highlighted okay is enforcement on on these kinds of issues mm -hmm. like let's say someone uses your copyright which has been sold to you in the form of an nft where do you go to claim your right uh who do you talk to uh which rights govern your ownership you know yep. these kinds of things are are not yet in place and um it kind of banks on kind of, uh, the the street cred of mm -hmm. an NFT merchant or those who are using the NFT. Right. Uh, and you know, I think right now it's effective for you know, like the PNGs, the yeah. the the profile pictures where you see the guys with the crypto punks uh, only using it if they actually own the NFT. Yeah. And if someone actually uh, uses a crypto punk without owning the NFT. Yeah they get called out they get slammed you get wrecked. people show their the the block explorer page mm -hmm. where they see the smart contract yeah yeah and they say it's not on your name yeah damn yeah yeah that's like that's that, that's the thing what i like about the nft space more so than like mm -hmm. well, the rest of crypto and blockchain it's it's really about the culture that is like being built around these nfts and the 
the communities that are being built because that's like you know people are building emotional attachments to things and communities yeah. and that cause you know so that that really puts an emphasis on social cachet in a sense like your yeah. uh, social equity your social cachet your credibility even as a pseudo anonymous person on the internet i think yeah. an example of this is like for, there's oh man i'm speaking in quality like in uh, qualifiers but like there's a i don't know there's like a bunch it's i think it's called i don't i don't want to even say the name of the i don't want to call them out there was a dao that's made up of that was like you know the face of it was some this nft influencer with the idea mm -hmm. that they brought like many aspects of the it's like an alliance of some sorts of many projects or people and that right okay but then like loads of people are upset with the main person because he he was a we must miss a bit misogynistic you know he completely like yeah. wrecked his a uh, you know a social cachet credibility so it's really about like how yeah. much you um yeah it's about being yourself in the space right like i feel like yeah. as a community builder i think that's what i found is like super important about in the space is about being out there being yourself mm -hmm. and like that's super important like how how you you know coordinate yourself in this space like and yeah I, it leads to a lot of success if you're not a misogynist that's for sure i think so too <laughs> yeah. and i think i think a very interesting development we see which is maybe you know a sneak peek into the into the future is that indeed what you're saying is here um this person is being judged by a jury of his peers yeah. you know it's really the court, it's of, not in the courtroom of, yeah. setting, court of public opinion it, exactly yeah. and you know it's not always it, you know all the let's stay away from the cancel culture discussion and all that yeah but, you know this kind of enforcement mm -hmm. it has a lot of potential and it can also be executed i think you know with crypto and that's something that uh, charles hoskins said in an interview that he gave off mm -hmm. i'm just going to skip to that real quick and we'll no, catch up with the uh, binance news later uh charles hoskins hoskinson he explained how Cardano could get a trillion dollar market cap. But in this interview, he said, well, the crypto space is really still in like its baby phase, you know, in its infancy. It's very, very early. He says that sooner than we might expect, we'll be thinking about trillion dollar um, total value, a total market cap for just a token for something like Cardano. Mm -hmm. And he says that because right now, uh, crypto is being used by crypto natives yeah and he says in the future governments will be using it to you know facilitate a voting system where people can just vote from home uh, on their phone by using blockchain mm -hmm. immediately validating it and you know preventing fraud etc etc okay. he, he's thinking that kind of skill and i think that the way that we see people in the nft space being you know um very much held to their social creds yeah. to their reputations to their use and ethical use of nfts for instance in a profile picture is really a sneak peek into the future of maybe how people will deal with uh copyrights and patents in the future yeah. people might report it to a to a dao the dao will look into it yeah. the dao will make a decision uh, which has to be validated by the same group of people that are in charge of um overseeing this right i think that's kind of the future that we will go into in years yeah 
maybe maybe decades but i think that's the that's the most future oriented you can be and i think that this interview that uh, charles hoskinson the founder of cardano uh gave mm -hmm. is really um yeah i think it's really a very clean and um not overly bullish analysis of the crypto space and how things can accumulate accelerate and yep. move uh in the crypto space so yeah i think that was uh if you haven't um checked out ada check seen it out or read <laughs> yeah checked out ada i mean in in the past week it already crushed its, it's all time been moving and making moves you know the ada it has been influencers making moves. be going crazy for once mm -hmm. actually yeah yeah exactly and and Cardano is a bit of a, you know, the, the approach that was taken when founding Cardano was a bit radical. Mm. Uh, it still gets um, a lot of flock for being too academic and uh, slow and the way, you know, it, it's being developed. It takes years for these, these minor things like, you know, the smart contracts to be introduced because it needs to be revisited you know a bunch of phds have yeah. to sign off on it analyze it you know look at the the broader yeah. perspective but i think it's um one of the most critical uh developed projects out there right now and the most future oriented and you can definitely see it in the words of charles hoskinson so uh yeah i think it's um what Charles Hoskinson was saying is that eventually he wants to scale to a billion users and yeah, a then billion, indeed well, a trillion dollar, yeah, then indeed a trillion dollar market cap isn't like that, far that off, crazy, right? you know? Yeah. That's so sick. yeah. That is sick, bro. Oof, that was, that's sick. Yeah. Imagine that a billion on Cardano. I mean, mm -hmm. we'll see. Like, I think I've said before, like I'm really interested in seeing the you know how the culture around it develops how the developer mm -hmm. how the developer community um around cardano develops yeah because i think that's very important like if you don't have people interested in building on cardano then it's going to mm -hmm. be a gg but i think also a rebuttal to myself would be that there are really so many projects what's what's going to stop them from just creating a bridge to cardano yeah you know that's that's also a possibility exactly. but um i think because what i what i ended from like i still i still want to emphasize culture though because it's not only culture mm -hmm. within the developers it's culture surrounding like the ecosystem you know what yeah. whether it be nfts whether it be you know the tr like uh the def defi situation in uh, in, uh, in mm -hmm. cardano the cultures that percolate you know in discord and twitter on you know and all other yeah. venues that i think that's super important and like it's easy for them to say that and i think it's like yeah of course like you know everyone tends to believe that cardano is going to be you know mm -hmm. a thing you know it's not it's not like anyone denies cardano is going to be a thing like they're already huge yeah. you, know, but, you know but um let's see how that how that develops in comparison to things like east how in yeah. comparison to things like yeah the bitcoin lightning com like you know bitcoin community maxis and lightning you know network and yeah. everyone yeah we'll just see it's dope it's dope though yeah i i, I get no, i exactly. get behind it you know
exactly and disclaimer course, i know, hold uh, i hold ada <laughs> disclaimers <laughs> yeah me too disclaimer yeah. no but of course i think um yeah it, it's it's all about the way that this will develop and i think also it's very important to highlight that maybe sometimes a cheaper easier solution arrives you know even though there's like a team of phds working on it mm -hmm. and validating it and making sure that it's being developed in their vision uh you know if you look at just the way any market works uh, i think it was like with video recorders or dvd recorders yeah. something like that there were two main uh, companies fighting to get like the most used uh, kind of way to play media yeah. and uh, one was better it did it simpler or with higher quality footage etc etc mm -hmm. but the other one just did it cheaper and that one ran away with you know mm -hmm. the market yeah so it's always important to take that into account as well when looking at these kinds of cryptos which are like i i would uh, charles hoskinson would call it um i think he calls it like you know like algorand and uh networks yeah. i don't know like Starkwave. yeah he calls it science coin science coins science like coin. very yeah. heavily researched by a lot of academics etc mm -hmm. etc with a lot of you know very like future-oriented thought yeah. into it he calls it science coins i think you should watch out for that maybe sometimes there's just a different demand than the optimum maybe it's just the most efficient maybe it's just the easiest mm -hmm. you know watch out for that no for sure yeah i mean there's so many yeah. variables to what's actually going to succeed so yeah people do your research yeah. listen to the exactly. podcast come on now yeah yeah, exactly. And I think if you if you look at that and you look further uh, in, in recent news, uh, once again, coming back to the way that uh, legislators are behind on everything, <laughs> Binance now requires uh, KYC for all its users. GG. Um, yeah, we, we've, we've saw it coming, I would say. Um, the way that, you know, no transactions were going through you can take your money off the exchange easily everything was taking a very long time it felt like they were stalling for something they they were moving towards a new kind of you know set of rules yeah and yeah that's the that's the danger of a centralized exchange exactly. it's a company it's owned by a few people they have to comply with the the space as it is it's just an exchange just like the nasdaq just like any other exchange exactly. but for cryptocurrency Mm -hmm. and the the only thing is the the what is being exchanged is different you know the rest is uh the rest it could be stocks it could be crypto but they will ha still have to do kyc because they are centralized yeah, exactly it's ugh, yeah. cringe dude i was having such stress like onboarding some fiat into an exchange to get yeah. to get you know to buy some ease no 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 financial advice but like yeah. God damn, was that hard, you know? Just, yeah. It really made me understand why banks are literally dinosaurs. Literal dinosaurs yeah. that need to be completely obliterated by, by crypto blockchain. Yeah. You know, it will happen, I believe. It, it will happen. And I think at some point, people will also realize after burning their fingers over and over and over yeah. again. I mean, I, I use Binance as well, but because it's easy because it's simple it's a quick way to get your fiat currency into crypto yeah that's why but on the long term when you know uh i think like you and i experience that your your crypto balance starts exceeding your fiat balance yeah. you don't really want to deal with this kind of nonsense anymore and you want to kind of move towards something of a decentralized exchange so you, 
so you have fewer fees so you have more agency over your crypto right. so you don't have to comply with things like uh, kyc for something that is a decentralized exchange etc yeah. etc et so you don't so you actually own your crypto i think that's uh, what the long-term vision is and i think that's what's going to happen once people start you know seeing the increased value of crypto over that of fiat currencies as they are and it's in their current forms right. yeah it's exciting stuff though you know they it's just need to stuff. it's just it it's exciting because we're at the frontier but it's like growing pains this is literally yeah. the definition of growing pains mm-hmm. it's a, no absolutely it's a bit brutal but you know you got to do it if you want to yeah you know get it while the getting is good mm-hmm. but i think the if you look at the market response of um this binance kyc news mm-hmm. it bounced back fairly quickly there was one or one day and a half where the market kind of uh, was all red okay but like you know yeah. minus five percent ish red bitcoin dropped um n- not the big red more like the oh it was this price a week ago red big red to um, no. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> but you know the the bounce back was fairly fast and i think a lot of people also that's what i'm that saying are still bro, in we space, back yeah we back exactly i don't think they, they, they realize i think they were just sitting on the sidelines yeah. yeah, I think they sat on the sidelines. And I think that a lot of people now realize, you know, this is, they've done a bit more research, they've gotten a bit more accustomed. They're no longer, I, I don't see as many like moonshot projects as I see now. I see like celebrities like Lil Pump do something called Baby ETH or whatever the hell that is. Wait, you're saying this is uh, happening now? I haven't seen it. Oh, yeah. No. Have you seen that? No, no man, it's, I, it's ridiculous. I tried to not. <laughs> no, exactly. I, but I, I see fewer and fewer yeah, as well. So it's getting you know? less scammy. No, I. I Dude. It's getting less scammy, less pump and dumpy. I like I like this so much more. I like like where the space has, is at so much more than when we where mm-hmm. we were at at SNL, like Doge, yeah. Shiba Inu, that everything mooning moon. like this this yeah. language and like I mean it's fun and all fun and games and like yeah, nice one guys, we're wrecked. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's also now more, uh, especially for something like Doge, I think the, f- the focus will be much more on the use and the fundamentals rather than just how far can this community pump a coin, Yeah, which is it's, a lot more future oriented. Yeah, we're, we're moving towards like utility, utility focus as opposed mm-hmm. to moon. Like, you know, people are, I feel like yeah. the people who finally stayed, you know, people who've gone to the crypto to stay in the space, they're getting yeah. over the oh we're trying to just 200x you know we're just, yeah. but rather we're trying to stay for like you know what's what is actually exciting that's happening mm-hmm. you know what is the actual utility because that's that's like literally everything <laughs> yeah. literally everything no absolutely man and yeah I, I think it's uh there's been a lot of growth a lot of uh almost you would say like emotional growth in the crypto space yeah. and the, especially these smaller projects sure. that are without any fundamentals with just you know a smart contract that's been created to create a token yep. and then a nice little logo and a bit of branding how far can we pump this coin exactly. before our founders dump it on you and this is where we <laughs> get the influencer rug pulls you know that we were talking yeah. about a few episodes ago like it's just a it's a mess bro and it's it's annoying because it's like the people who can least afford to get rug pulled mm-hmm are getting rug pulled it's like kids bro. Right? Yeah. it's like come on bruh <laughs> it's, it's a yeah. shame 
but that's why like yeah. we move <laughs> we move we move yeah. and we see i think as we see a lot of projects kind of develop yeah. uh to to a more mature phase of their kind of existence mm -hmm. so it's uh overall i think uh what we've seen this past week mm -hmm. what we're starting to see uh the the larger projects with a lot of um i'd say batting power you know mm -hmm. in uh, both in in a financial For sense sure. but also in in a legal influential governmental sense they're starting to voice more and more a demand for actual legislation and actual clear outlining uh how they see the future of crypto development so yeah with uh with the binance kyc news the way that's going i think it's it shows the flaws of of the past and where the space is moving towards rather than a very bearish sentiment of oh you're gonna have to do kyc for binance mm -hmm. guess the guess the bull market is over no i think no. it shows the bull market is going to move to other centralized exchanges that aren't being targeted as hard by mm -hmm. uh you know uh, centralized authorities and the bull market's going to move or at least exercise itself on decentralized exchanges yeah. well i think people are being are becoming more regular regulation savvy in terms of understanding how what regulation can actually influence and in what way you know these these tokens are i can they can make better assumptions as opposed to just hearing regulation and it's like dump yeah, dump exactly know, which is not like i mean no i mean we and a good example of how this is changing is that we have that infrastructure bill which is just yeah. like impossible to enforce and people in the space understood that or you know the market at least they did not just tank after you yeah. know this what what like a few years ago could have been a what is it black swan event is that what it's black swan, black swan event, event. Yeah, yeah. you know like this nonsensical bill right but now people mm -hmm. are like crypto space is not we're like five percent mass adoption but crypto space is not gonna is not like gonna not gonna budge for yeah. something that just doesn't make sense clearly yeah. no absolutely absolutely and with those final words i think that was it for this week's episode mm -hmm. of the Block Exploring Podcast and News Bites. Yeah. If you're here from uh, from Tommy's project uh, on Axie Affinity Three Pillars Gaming, big shout out to you guys. Thanks, You've bro. been tapping in very regularly. A big shout out to you, Tommy, also for starting that project. It's going great. Yeah. Shout out to the fam. Y'all been supporting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, with that said, stay tuned. We'll not be with you next week because I actually will be getting married. Woo! But we'll uh we'll be with you in two weeks stay tuned we'll also update you in the meanwhile take it easy peace, peace.